0: Welcome to the Refresh from Insider, presented by WebEx by Cisco. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. Dave is out today, and Carrie Donahue will be in for him later in the morning. It's Monday, June 13th, and we're bringing you real time news, fresh like live radio, but on demand like podcasts. Here's the latest. Televised hearings of Congress's January 6th Select Committee resumed today at 10 a.m. Eastern. Donald Trump's former campaign manager, Bill Stepien, is being subpoenaed to give testimony. And committee members say they have enough evidence for the DOJ to criminally indict the former president for his central role in undermining the election. Committee member Adam Schiff told ABC on Sunday. I would like to see the Justice Department investigate any credible allegation of criminal activity on the part of Donald Trump or anyone else. Uh, the rule of law needs to apply equally to everyone. Police in Idaho say they may have fended off an attack on a Pride event in Coeur d'Alene on Sunday. They arrested 31 uniformed men said to be members of a white nationalist group called the Patriot Front. Police say the men were armed with shields, shin guards, and other riot gear and arrested them for conspiracy to riot. On Saturday, a group of men reportedly affiliated with the Proud Boys stormed a drag queen reading hour for kids at a library in San Francisco. Insider's Weekend News editor, Katia Tubman, says that, according to the drag queen, the group wore AK-47 t-shirts and yelled homophobic slurs and totally freaked out the kids. The Alameda County Sheriff's Office announced it's investigating the incident as a possible hate crime. Now, of course, in such contentious and parson times. This was no isolated event. Uh, we had Florida Governor Ron DeSantis last week uh, said that he was considering using child protective services to investigate parents who bring their children to see drag performances. Meanwhile, a Texas state rep proposed a ban on children watching drag shows, and he is just numbered among several other Republicans who have suggested the same thing. Has Google created a sentient AI? One engineer says yes, and he's been put on leave after coming forward with his claims. The Washington Post broke this story. Blake Limone had been working on an AI chatbot called Lambda. These language models can read trillions of words to mimic human speech in real time, and their conversations convinced the engineer Lambda had a soul. But Google says its software is not even close to achieving consciousness. What does Jennifer Hudson now have in common with Audrey Hepburn, Rita Moreno, and Whoopi Goldberg? Well, they're all egots, people who've won an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and a Tony Award. Hudson helped produce A Strange Loop, and the play won Best New Musical on Sunday. Here's Hudson at the Tony's CBS Broadcast. This brilliant, funny, massive piece exposes the heart and soul of a young artist struggling with his desires, identity, and instincts he both loves and hates. We'd love to hear from you with any thoughts you have about the show. Write us at therefresh@insider.com. at insider.com. Coming up, we're going to take a look at Live Golf, the Saudi-backed league that's causing a lot of controversy. The changing world of hybrid work offers new possibilities. WebEx enables them with an open platform and many integrated partners like Envoy, Tandem, and Miro. Powerful partnerships power hybrid work. Visit apphub.webex.com. WebEx, working for everyone. I'm not usually into golf, but I am into juicy stories, and there's a new league that's been making news for all the wrong reasons. It's called Live Golf. It's backed by the Saudi Arabian government, and it held its first ever tournament over the weekend. Charles Schwartzel took the big prize. $4 million for Charles Schwartzel, who has been magnificent here in Hertfordshire. Insiders' Tyler Lolletta has been following this new league closely. Tyler, what is this new Live Golf League, and why is it so controversial?
1: So Live Golf is kind of a breakaway league from the PGA Tour that is attempting to kind of redefine what the top tier of professional golf looks like. It's controversial because it takes a lot of money to start any professional sports league especially if you're trying to start a golf league Mm -hmm. and the money that is backing this is coming from the saudi arabia sovereign wealth fund and that brings with it a lot of issues political issues that golfers aren't totally prepared to respond to a lot of the times and it falls under a category that has been described as sports washing which is countries kind of using popular sports and celebrities and like the star power that sports bring to help launder their reputations a bit. It's
0: like no shenanigans here, nothing to see. We have sports,
1: right? Yeah. Like they don't want the first thing people to think of when they think of Saudi Arabia to be bad things. They prefer for you to think about how cool it is to watch Phil Mickelson golf. And so they pay Phil Mickelson $200 million to make sure that he golfs for their league. So
0: the PGA so far has suspended 17 players for their participation in the live tournament. Right. So who's making the switch?
1: A new golf league doesn't work unless you have the stars, right? And so Phil Mickelson is the biggest name that's made the jump. Dustin Johnson is a former world number one.
0: And Tyler, for our listeners, can you tell us a little bit more about the insane amount of money being offered to some of these players?
1: First off, the top tier players that are jumping from the PGA Tour to Live Golf are getting, you know, nine figure advances just to like a signing bonus, basically, right? Just to just to put their name on the new product. But that's not even the half of it, because beyond those numbers, each tournament that Live Golf hosts has a total purse of $25 million. And if you win, you get $4 million, the richest solo prize in the history of golf. To give you perspective, more than half of them wouldn't make it on the PGA Tour. So you're playing a weaker field with more money at stake. So the appeal to the guys playing is pretty obvious.
0: Other than the money, has anything else shocked you reporting this story?
1: The most interesting part of the whole thing is that there's a version of this that isn't terrible, right? Like, there's ideas here that are good. Like, there's a more limited field that silos more guaranteed money to the best players in golf that, like, attract the most eyeballs is the type of innovation that the PGA Tour has been failing to make for years. You could see a more fun version kind of taking fruit if it wasn't coming from such a problematic place to begin with.
0: Hmm. What do you think the greater implications, though, of this league and its potential success are?
1: I think the biggest implication right now is that for the past 100 years, basically, if you wanted to watch the best golfers in the world, you watch the PGA Tour. But especially two or three years from now, it's not hard to imagine like basically the top tier of golf split in two. And like any sport, the point is to bring the best together to compete against each other, right? That's what makes the best product. That's what's most exciting for fans. And that's what gives us the truest test of golf.
0: So maybe for people who don't follow golf closely, why should they care about this?
1: The interesting thing happening here, I'd say, is there's a lot of people throwing a lot of money around at big ideas. And I think that's something that kind of transcends sports. They're trying to will something into existence through an endless supply of cash. And, you know, you can buy a lot of things, but you can't buy legacy and you can't buy legitimacy, but you can get like pretty close. And I think this is like an interesting test study in building something from nothing out of sheer force of will and deep pockets and seeing what comes out the other side, you know, like, cause, cause how far are they going to take it? And is this the future of golf? And if it's the future of golf, then what else could it be the future of?
0: Tyler, thanks so much for chatting with me.
1: Oh, thanks for having me.
0: Tyler Laletta is a sports reporter at Insider. Make sure to follow The Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. You can also just tell your smart speaker to play The Refresh from Insider podcast. I'm Carrie Donahue, And I'm Rebecca Vera. Talk to you soon.